So it's exciting to be up here in, in every way. I mean, today is a, a super exciting day. I wonder if everybody brought their tennis shoes. Remember I was telling you guys, bring them. It's Pentecost Sunday, you know? We're going to be hanging out chandeliers and all that kind of good stuff. But no, no, that's not what it really is about. But um, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because you are here. Thank you, Spirit, because I know that you're just, just floating around here with us and just... It's just, I could feel this since the very get-go when I walked in, that you're already here. Your presence is here now. God, allow us to connect to you, Holy Spirit, and then we can just learn and be closer and closer to you every day. We love you, and we grab on to you. In the name of Jesus, amen. So today, we're celebrating Pentecost Sunday. Everybody knows about that, right? It's actually really cool, you know? And uh, it's all in uh, what is Acts chapter 2, 1 to 13. So I'm going to read that for you guys. But you guys know me in reading, right? And I'm sure everybody remembers Joel in reading. Oh, no. So let's do this. Let's everybody, if we have any your, you know, Bibles or your uh, devices, you know, like, like mine. Mine is my Bible and everything else. Let's all bring it out today, you know? Acts chapter 2, and this will be from number 1 all the way down to uh, 13. So does everybody, I want everybody to be ready because you know what, it'd be the good. Pastor John, do we have it up there? And we do. All right, so let's see. I'm going to start my reading. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, and give me a good reading today. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like a blowing violent wind came from the heavens and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. And the Spirit enabled them. Now, there were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews were from every nation under heaven. When they heard the sound, a crowd came together and was bewildered, because each of them heard their own language being spoken. They were utterly amazed. They asked, "Aren't these who are the aren't these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it?" that each of us hears them in our own native language. There's Perithians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia. There's a bunch of them, guys. I'm really bad at this, guys. So, but, but the thing is that they're from everywhere. Every nation came, right? And everybody that's hearing them is saying, why am I hearing it perfectly in my language? It's como que si yo les hablara español, Y nada más algunos de nosotros entienden, pero no todos. See that? So I, if I speak Spanish, some of us will understand, but not all of us. You know? But here, when they were speaking, everybody understood them. Right? So there was visitors from everywhere. Rome, I mean, every country was there. And, um, you know, from the Arab countries. And they say, we hear them uh, declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues, our own language. And they were amazed and perplexed. They were like, wow, how can that be? They asked each other, what does this mean? Some whoever made, and some of the people made fun of them. You know, there's always somebody that want to make fun of you. You know, but some people are out there to make fun of you and stuff like that. But this is 
Pentecost. This is what happened in the upper room. A wind, right? You guys, we just read that. A wind just came through. I mean, a storming wind, not just a little gust of wind. It was a big storm, you know, and it just woke everybody up. And all of a sudden, imagine that. You guys, it comes through here, we get a, I mean, a storm, a real storm. I don't know, blizz, not a blizzard, but those are pretty good, right? Yeah. No, but amazingly, and all of a sudden, the winds and everything, then you guys see fire. Fire, imagine that. There's winds going everywhere, and all of a sudden, there's fire. And then this fire just divides. And it goes on top of each and one of your guys' head. That is amazing. I mean, just, just to think of that, okay? Pentecost. Well, we're going, we're going to Sunday school today, so. We just read at the very get-go, right? This, the, the very, very first one, as you guys can see, here we are. Oh, it's not the first one. I'll get to the first one. So the first sentence that we read there says, when the day of Pentecost came. Now, if you guys know that that, that was it, that was, they were waiting for that, that day was planned, right? It was a planned date. It wasn't just any day. It was planned because the first thing is says, when that date came. So we can see it's, it is a special day. It's a, a, a day that had to come. It's like when we all plan our parties, right? We have the date, everything's coming, and all of a sudden the day is here. So it was a planned day. It was, it's amazing. Now, like I said, Sunday school. Let's look at the word Pentecost. When I was looking it up, I was like, man, it's going to give me all kinds of stuff that it means. You know, in Pentecost, imagine the Holy Spirit, all this stuff. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to get into it. Now, guys, let me tell you what it is. Pentecost is a Greek word, and it means 50. 50, just 50. Now, you're like, what, 50? Yeah, what? all this is happening is 50, right? Well... I go, why is that? Well, because it is a Greek word. What word is in Greek, I'd say, right? And penta in the Greek means five. And kosti means in the 10th power. So that's 50, right? I'm not a mathematician or anything like that. Pastor John is pretty good at it, but I'm not. But that means 50. I looked it up. So Pentecost was a Jewish celebration and what they were celebrating was when they, were, when they went up to the Mount Sinai and they were, giving, they were given the law. Remember, it was in the tablets? So it occurred 50 days after the Passover. Now, you guys remember what the Passover is. Remember, they get the lamb and they go ahead and they put the blood and everything like that. And, you know, the angel of death came and passed over them because they were obedient, right? So after that, 50 days after that, Pentecost came up, came to be. And you guys all heard the stories, you know, and uh, up in Mount Sinai, right? They, Moses went up there, and you had uh, the burning bush. Remember that? And then God went ahead and wrote down everything. He came down, and, and, you know, so the law was given. There was a burning bush, and, you know, that burning bush was never consumed. We all read the story, right? We all know what is going on with that. But it was... After that, it was called the, they changed it, and it was a Feast of Weeks. So, it was pretty, pretty weird here. In Leviticus 23, they changed it from the Pentecost to the Feast of Weeks. So, Leviticus says, the Feast of Weeks, this is Leviticus 23, 16 to 17, it says, You shall count from the days after the Sabbath, from the day when you brought in the sheaf, 
of the waves of offering. There you shall um, be seven complete Sabbaths, so that means seven full weeks. You shall count 50 days to the day after the Sabbath, when you shall present a new grain offering to the Lord. So basically, we God said, hey, we're changing this. We're going to call it now the Feast of Weeks, which is a, an awesome feast. I mean, you know, everybody from every country, we read in Acts, right, that everybody was there for this feast. You know, what they were doing is thanking God and being thankful for having a full harvest. The whole season was great, so every nation would come around. And so now it's changed from the Pentecost, they changed it to the Feast of Weeks. So, God wants to have his Holy Spirit come on that one day. So he had planned this from the very get-go. So now Pentecost, brothers and sisters, is 50 days after the resurrection. Again, they had to wait for the Sabbath. Obviously, remember, God, you know, on Friday he was killed, he came back, the Sabbath was looked, and then he came, and he came back, and he, uh, he rose again. Remember, we all know the story as well. We know the truth. Forget the story. So it took 50 days after that. So God in his per is perfect in how he operates and how he does everything. Nothing is a coincidence. You know, you guys think about it, 50 days from here, 50 days there. So Pentecost means 50 because God has everything perfectly how he wants it. So let's see how wonderful God is. Okay, so we just read that. That when in Acts first, at, at the beginning, there was a loud sound. Remember that? Boom, wind everywhere. Now we got the fires and everything. Remember that? It was just, it was a violent sound. Just like when we read, there was a loud sound also when, when he wrote the law. When he wrote the law on the tablets up there, there was, I mean, there's wind, there's like the thunder and all that kind of good stuff. And in the same way that there was a thunder and loud noises back then, when Pentecost happened, we still had the loud, loud noises and everything, and it all happened. So the difference is when the law was written, and, you know, Moses came down with the law. Well, obviously everybody was crazy, so 3,000 people died that day. Now, when God did Pentecost and we had all these people, they were talking and, and, and with all the light, I mean, the wind and the, the fire and everything like that. Well, the Spirit of God was also with a loud noise that came from heaven. But... This time, when God didn't write it in a tablet, he actually wrote all his goodness in people, in your hearts. So 3,000 people were saved. So is that a coincidence? 3,000 people died with the law. 3,000 people say were saved with the Spirit. So it's pretty, pretty good how God puts everything together. Nothing is just a coincidence, right? So if we sum it up, the law brings death and the Spirit brings life. So when Jesus was talking to all his disciples and letting them know about this day it was happening, right? Jesus said he would never leave us as orphans. You're like, wow, if he leaves, what happens to us next, right? So in John 14, 18, he says, I will not leave you as orphans. He says, I will come back for, to you. After a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live. You will live also. On, on that day, you will know for yourselves that I am my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. 
So he's saying, I'm not going to leave you guys. You know, yeah, I'm, me and myself, I'm, but I'm going to leave you guys with someone. So Jesus told them about the Holy Spirit, right? He let them know. He warned them. He let them know what's going on. So God picked up this celebration to give us the Holy Spirit. So he picked it, the celebration of the Feast of Weeks. He goes, I'm going to go ahead, and in this day, I will let you guys know who the Holy Spirit is. So in John 14, he tells them, he says, I have told you these things while I am still with you. But the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, the standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all the things and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives it, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Let, me, let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. So... Everyone from all the countries in this one feast, right? He was just telling us how the Holy Spirit is coming. So everybody's coming. Everybody's there from every country, every nation. Everybody's there, right? And they all came to Jerusalem to celebrate. So God is so awesome how he planted his perfect days and the perfect time to bring the Holy Spirit to us when he had the perfect audience. People from all over the world were here, right? And they were all gathered. So now you guys imagine that. I mean, God is perfect or not. He's going to go ahead and let us know of the awesomeness of the Holy Spirit. Oh, he's going to pick the perfect day for that, where every nation is there. He didn't have, like, the Internet like today that we can go ahead and put it on, you know, on social media and everybody's going to know about it. So he goes, you know, on this day, on the 50th day after resurrection, this is when I'm going to let you guys have the Holy Spirit. So let me just go ahead and... Um, Just bring it home a little bit. So, just because we know we don't think about that. I mean, how much of us have ever been to Disneyland? I'm pretty sure a lot of us have been to Disneyland, right? So, when we're in Disneyland and you guys are walking around, I don't know about you guys, but there's like almost every country in the world represented it there, right? You see all the Chinese guys, Japanese, Koreans, Cambodians. I mean, so all the Asians there, and then you get all the people from, you know, the European countries everywhere, but everybody's in one spot. And one day, because I've been there, man, I've seen all kinds of people from Africa, you name it, they're there. I couldn't even say all the countries, the different countries that are there, right? So imagine that God gives you a message, and he gives you the microphone, which is the one I have now, but this microphone has access to every speaker that there is in Disneyland, every single last one. The super PA system, right? And Brother Daniel, God gave you the word, and you're going to jump up there, and you're like, well, I'm going to say this one in English. So you give the word, whatever God has given you. But then when you look at it, every single last person in Disneyland gives their lives to God. And they understood you perfectly, everything you said. You know, I know you guys, you know, Pastor John doesn't speak Spanish very well. You know, I know that he's, I know, you know Mr. Dottillo does a little bit. But you, you can't really understand. But now imagine the awesomeness of God that he gave you that language, a new language. You know, we just read in Acts, you know, everybody had a language, a new language. 
right? And we all understand how beautiful and how awesome is God, you know? So we just read that. So us today, Pentecost Sunday, you know, the Holy Spirit is just amazing, right? But we, have, we can have our own fire. We can do, you know, amazing things because now we have them. We have the Holy Spirit. You know, and, and you guys, it just takes me back to the burning bush in the mountain. The holy place, the fire that did not consume. You know, I just, it, this is what it is. The Holy Spirit has always been around. It's not that he was born in Pentecost. He's always been there. But God picked this day to give us the Holy Spirit. Look, brothers and sisters, now we all can agree because when we have now the Spirit and the new language and everything that comes into us, you know, God says, you know, there's nothing you can't do in my name. But through the Holy Spirit, he says, that, you know, there's, where there's two or three that are gathered together and they ask me, what does he say? He'll do it, right? Amen. And that's because there's two or three of us who have the Spirit and we speak together and, we, and, we, and we're together on one accord on what we're going to ask God. And it's going to happen. Because you know what? He, he promised that. But we, ourselves first, have to come to Him. Give our lives to Him. And accept the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. A lot of people go, well, I want to spend, you know, just want to go ahead and uh, receive God. Because I know I've seen these Pentecostal churches, you know what? And Pentecostal means Holy Spirit. And I don't want to be running around and jumping off here and jumping off there. No, brothers, this is a little style that they do. You guys definitely want the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is God. You know, it's three in one. So don't be afraid. Don't be saying, well, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to say, well, Holy Spirit, come into me because then, you know, I'll be walking around on top of the chairs and stuff. It's not that. It's that God's going to give you a new language. You guys are going to be able to speak and speak truth and awesomeness to people, you know. And when you both of you guys, two or three of you, are in the spirit, and you guys pray for one thing, and you're in one accord, it happens. It does, it does happen, brothers and sisters. You know, as I was reading all this, I'm kind of like, oh, here, there, and everything, because there was so much information that it just blew me away. I go, what am I going to bring the brothers and sisters, God? I mean, you know, the Holy Spirit and everything that happens is just amazing, the language that we get. You know, at one time, I don't know, in Genesis, I know you guys remember, there, there's a, uh, there was one language. Do you guys remember that? There was no others. Everybody spoke the same language. But you know what? The power of one language, a godly language, it had to be broken. Because you guys remember the story of the Tower of Babel, right? Do you guys remember that story where, you know, everybody, hey, just build a tower and we can get, you know, as high and we end up being up in the sky and in heaven and everything. Well, brothers, I'm thinking, I was like, wait a minute, how did God have to destroy that? I mean, nobody, in my own brain, you can't build a tower that takes you all the way to heaven. But brothers of the one language with the Spirit of God and them together, it would happen. So God goes, no, 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 no. So what happened that day? Boom, everybody spoke different languages, everything went crazy. Nobody understood each other. It all went bad. Do you guys remember that, that one story? Yeah. But now, God is saying that he's going to bring back one language. And that's the Holy Spirit. So now, brothers, we have that power. When we're together with the Holy Spirit, we can make things happen through him. He said, you make, you'll do greater things than I did, Jesus says, because now we have the power. Now we have the Holy Spirit. 
It just join in, man. It's, it's awesome, brothers. It, it is. I was reading and everything, and I was just going blown away more and more and more and more and more. I said, man, I want of the Spirit. But guess what, brothers? The Spirit is here. It's just to reach out and grab it, and, and everything will be great for us. You know? It's a fire in you. But guess what, brothers? This fire that is in you doesn't consume you. It's not going to burn you. You know, it's not going to do anything. It's just going to give you light, life, life to others, light to others, not just to yourselves. Now, we all have, and we all grab onto the Holy Spirit, brothers. There's nothing we can't do. You know, when there's somebody sick and we're all together on one accord, brothers and sisters, it's going to happen through the Spirit. That's why it's so, so important that when Jesus is done in this world, he would leave us his awesome, awesome representative the Holy Spirit that would take care of us. Brothers, you know, and sisters, it's just amazing every time I, I, I was looking at this, how God is so perfect in everything that he does and how he does it and how he sets it up. And there's no if, buts, or ands. You know, the day in Exodus, when the day happened, the day was planned. You know, Pentecost means 50 because God knew that this is how it needs to be in an order. And now it happened. You say, well, I wasn't there, so I didn't get the Holy Spirit, you know? It's, it's just, it was a story. No, brothers, let me tell you the truth. It's not just a story. You weren't there. The thing is that now it's available for all of us. That's the day that it became available to all of us. So you guys have that. We have that. I have the Holy Spirit. And you know what, brothers and sisters? Today is a day where that we remember that we have. Today's Pentecost Sunday. You know, it's amazing how God loves us, that he's going to be with us at every moment. He says, I will not abandon you. I will not make you an orphan, you know, or a homeless person for that matter, because in him, there's everything. You know, I was thinking today would be a real special day, brothers, and, and, and not it would be. It is a special day, you know, where God can just give us that Holy Spirit, where we can just join in today. We all could be together in what God has for us. You know, the, in the language of the Lord, you know, because everybody, I mean, in that time, in that feast, everybody was from everywhere, and everybody understood, and everybody knew the beautifulness of God, and you guys know that, too. God will do everything for you. But this is, I was thinking, I always cut it short, you know, when I preach up here, because I know it's, uh, it's pretty bad sometimes. No. <laughs> But you know what, guys? Today is an awesome day. It's a different day. I said, today, I want to ask the brothers to do something different than what we always do. You know, today is the Holy Spirit here today. Today is a day where you guys can reach out and actually connect, actually accept, and actually be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So I was going to say, today, let's, let's make a move. I mean, who wants to make a move? I know I do. And I said, so I said, I'm going to do this. Brothers and sisters, today we're going to shake this ground and there's going to be a wind and everything. So I'm going to ask everybody to come to the front. Those who can't stand very much, there's front rows. But you know what? Let's, let's make a move. Let's do a difference. You know, a lot of people is like, well, we're not going to do anything. We'll stand here, whatever. You know, I'll take them here. But if you guys really want what the Spirit has to offer, you guys come up to the front. You know, if you can't, like I said, if you guys can't sit, can't stand much, sit in the front row. 
But make a move. Make a move today. Today is Pentecost Sunday. Today the Holy Spirit is here. Today the wind is blowing. You know, guys, ask God for your fire. Tell God, hey, you know what? Set a fire on me. Today. I want, I made the move, God. You know what? It's a, it's a statement or a, a, a faith, right? Of I really want you, God. I really need you. I, I want this Holy Spirit. I want you. I want, to, I want to be the best that I can be. Brothers and sisters, right now, the language of the Spirit is here. Wherever you may be in your life, whatever language that the, uh, this world is throwing at you, let it be sickness, let it be hurt, let it be betrayal, let it be so much different things. Today, the language is here where he's going to be your comforter, where he's going to go ahead and take care of you, where you can listen. Ask God today. Ask God today. You guys are faithful and you guys came up. Today is a day where we can get that fire. We can be consumed with the fire. Open yourselves up. Let the language of God just come to you. Ask him now. Holy Spirit, be in me. I want you. I want your language. I want you to give me everything that you have for me because you said you would never abandon me regardless of what today brings. This world of today has so much different things, but God, God's speaking your language. Today is a day where he, you guys can just connect. When I can connect, when I can say, God, you know what, I need a new revival in my life. I need health in my life. I need my kids to get well, my kids to know you. I have my people who are sick. Today is a day, God, that we can pray together and they will be healed because your spirit is here because your language is here set a fire god set a fire in me today you know in the wind i know you're here and you're flowing you're flowing 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 with the wind but separate that fire and give me my peace i want you holy spirit today i want to walk out of here just feeling something amazing something that i've never felt i want to speak your language you know, you, you took away the language back then, but today you said you would restore the language. And we can, through you, Holy Spirit, we could speak, speak clearly, and we could speak your truth to others and bring hope. So now I ask you, give me, give me your spirit. Just come flow, flow, flow through us. Thank you, God, yes. Thank you, Lord, because you're beautiful. Thank you because you are, you're my advocate. You always represent me. You never let me go. You're always there. I thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Because, God, you said you're my inter intercessor, intercessor. I pray, God, and you said you petition for me. Everything that I need, you're going to be there. You're in my favor. So today, with, my, with your spirit in me, I ask you for everything that I've always needed in you. Oh, Father, please, 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 we thank you. You're my advocate, Lord Jesus. Everything is about me. You're there to represent me in 100% at everything that I need. You stand up for me. You stand up for my rights. You stand up for my health. You stand up for my family. You stand up for everything for me. You said you were my advocate. 
and how spirit you are, and I believe, and I, and I join, and I want. I want more and more of you in every way. Lord, yes, yes, yes. Let me be bewildered. Let me just go to be surprised of how awesome you are. Enable your spirit in me. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for today. We love you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Brothers, just pray in your own. Just pray. Let them know that you're here. You took that step that, that, that you do. The Holy Spirit is something for you. It's, it's not that you're jumping off chandeliers. It's that you, now you have the language of the Lord. Now you speak. No more, no more hidden in anything now. You could tell him, and he's here today to listen. To listen to everything, everything that you have. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen.